By now you've heard about how crazy things have become in America, and I don't want to remind you of any of the daily new developments. It's like men have lost their minds, and money is very close to the center of it all if you stop and think about it. So let me ask you, what would you say if one of the major players in today's political hysteria came up to you and asked you what you think? How would you feel? We'll look at that in a minute, but how do you think Jesus feels about people who are dividing this nation, fueling racism, lying to the American people, and all for the sake of power and money? I love Jesus' attitude towards a rich man, a very rich man, who asked him about what he believed about eternal life. John says that Jesus looked at him and loved him. Pastor Hardika has lived with many impossible situations, and he's here to talk to you about how to face such times. What you are going to find out, is that the ability to live in the power of God, has nothing to do with how good we are, and restoring this nation has nothing to do with how good it is. It's time to stop looking at the problems, and start accepting the answer. When Jesus told the rich man that if he wanted eternal life, he'd need to sell all of his goods, and give the money to the poor, the man went away sad. What about those who would tear apart our liberty for money, or our economy, or our moral fiber, for the sake of a dollar? How are such people ever going to just give up this craziness when riches has blinded them? Tell them to give up everything and see where you get. Then Jesus said, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for people like this to ever go to heaven. We are clearly facing an impossible situation in this country. How can the impossible things of this nation and of our own lives ever be resolved? Now remember, if we want to understand how to believe God for our impossibilities, we do well to remember. Jesus looks at the rich with all of their carnal pursuits, and as with this rich man, he loves them. The Bible says Jesus looked at him and loved him. Then he told him what he's telling America. It'd be easier for an elephant to go through the keyhole in your door than for our problems to be solved, both nationally and in whatever problem that salvation's answer holds, but it seems so far away. Why did Jesus say it's this hard for men's hearts to be free of their sin and turn to him? Because it would take the death of the Son of God on the cross as an offering for sins, and then he'd have to raise up from the dead. No man can conquer the penalty for sin like that. No man can die for his sins and then come back to life. It's impossible. But then the great answer came. With men this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. That's what love will do when it's lit up by the power of God for a rich man and for a nation on the verge of total collapse. The impossibility of raising from the dead and thereby conquering sin has been removed. Hopefully, now we all can understand what the Holy Spirit meant when he spoke to my wife who was despairing about America's fall when he told her, Don't forget the resurrection. You can believe for the impossible. The power of a guilty conscience has been removed. 
By now, you've found that you can't reason with someone who has his mind made up that we need to rewrite history, destroy what's left of our morality, and plunge us into socialism. The reason why we can't reason with them and educate America back to its senses is because this country isn't hungry for facts. They're hungry for love. God's love. That's what makes all things possible when we dare to believe that he has removed sin by conquering death itself. Only love that dares to believe for life over death, that believes that God loves you so much that he's made it possible for you to believe, is our answer. How big is God? Can he really love a nation like ours back to life again? How can he look at the enemies of liberty and eternal life and just love them? How can he remove the guilt of that secret sin that you can overcome, that failure that nags you, so that you can have absolute confidence in answered prayer? Now, considering your impossible situation, nothing is too hard for God. All things are possible for those who believe, Jesus said. Think about how big God is. He created a universe that is at least 93 billion light years across. That's just what's observable to us. Our galaxy alone has 400 billion stars. There are about 100 billion known galaxies, all with a lot of stars. The Bible says that God calls the stars by name. Wow! Think of this. The sun is 400 times bigger than the moon. The moon is 400 times further from the sun than it is from the earth. Because of this, we see a perfect total eclipse of the sun by the moon. That's God's design. Sometimes I think he's just showing off. But think about it. There are stars so big that if they were where our sun exists, those stars would encompass most of our solar system. The sun itself produces enough energy in one second to supply all of the energy needs of the earth for over a million years. What God has created is so awesome. The Bible teaches that the creation declares the glory of God. We see what he is like by the heavens. But not only that, this God lives outside of time itself. That's beyond our comprehension entirely. Time travel is a real thing. In fact, there are so many real things that would blow our minds, yet God is the creator and sustainer of it all. Jesus walked on the water to come to the disciples in a storm. He spoke, and the winds became calm. He spoke again, and a dead man was brought to life during his funeral procession. God has parted oceans and rivers, turned poison water sweet, and even stopped the rotation of the earth for a whole day. One time he made the earth turn backwards nearly one hour's worth of time. That's 320 miles back the other way. Nothing is impossible with God. He determines how the world and the heavens work. It's his power and wisdom. But now listen, man has been made the ruler over the works of his hands. In eternity, perhaps we'll have our own star. No, wait, wait a minute. With all that he created, we could each have our own cluster of galaxies. 
we may have responsibility to rule through God over an entire galaxy that has been established by the creative power of God to be inhabited by his own. Just dreaming here. But consider the reality that the only limiting factor in all of the life challenges that we face is not scientific boundaries, It's not incurable diseases, nor is it the laws of gravity, physics, or politics. The only limiting factor is our faith in the will of God. That singular factor determines how the course of human history will proceed. Faith, exercised through prayer, holiness, and a surrendered heart of love, is the most powerful thing in all existence. And He has called to you to have that kind of faith in Him. You see, this is how He loves you with the power, wisdom, and glory that describes how great he is. And he said that if two of us can agree on his will to accomplish something, we have him with us. It's as if he will speak to the storm, the dead body, the impossibility of our own faith, and he'll create it, for he is the author of faith. He is in the room with you right now, and he knows everything about your life at this very moment, and he has a plan. It's the greatness of this God that describes the indescribable greatness of his love for us. We may be like this rich man who walked away from Jesus sad because he was so attached to his things. My God, I have a hard time serving you with all of my heart because of my American dream, you might say. Dare to believe he will deliver you. That's the possibility of faith that Jesus is extending to us here. How's America going to change? How are so many of you going to get back on track financially? Critical race theory? It's not going to help you, this nation, or anyone. It's called a theory for a reason. But you need more than a theory. If you can just get over the impossible thing in the world, the guilt of your own sin, then all of heaven's power will be there for you to restore all you need. Well, I am gratefully able to tell you that the death penalty for you has been paid. You can stop thinking like a man on death row. The God of the universe has just stuck the camel through the needle's eye. Jesus raised from the dead and defeated your sin and overcame the power of your guilty conscience that you can have faith. Your account in the flesh as a sinner has been closed. Believe it and then start acting like it. All of the power that has kept you from liberty will be broken. And remember, like the rich man who walked away, Jesus is looking at you and loving you. God is looking at America, just the way it is, with all of its love of riches, and yet, He's loving it. He has not given up on His love for us. The power of the cross is still open to our nation and to our families. Nothing is impossible for us if we will start believing again. We need to stop magnifying the depths of sin and start magnifying the power of the cross.